Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I think you'll be happy and relieved to know that there's no crisis at the border. So everything's fine. That's fixed? I mean, is there a challenge? Yes. Uh, But, uh, you know, they're working on it. It'll be fine. Okay. It'll be fine. And the challenge that they do have now, all brought on by Donald Trump, the previous administration. Figures. Yeah. I mean, is there one thing he didn't screw up? So that's uh, apparently what they want us to believe. That's obviously what they want us to believe. And nothing could be further from the truth. But here was uh, our friend Jen Psaki. Oh. Maybe the worst White House press secretary. Can we declare her that? You yet? know, you've asked <clears throat> that question before, and I've thought uh-huh. about it. And I think you're onto something. Yeah, I think she might be the worst <laughs> of all time. Uh, here she is getting frustrated because a few people have asked her about the border. Oh, hang on a second. Huh. All right. Is it not there? It's loading. <laughs> it's got the little, okay. you know, like the little bar that goes across the screen. Yeah. <clears throat> Just I will to keep have us to in suspense. Circle back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Corby. <laughs> so we'll circle back on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's not uh, having <clears throat> a good time with the press these days because she's in the impossible position. Yeah. Of defending the That's indefensible. The That's the thing. And it's so obvious. And. You know, you can stand there and lie all you want that it's not a crisis, but everybody knows it is. Here she is. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. I just kind of want to pick up on uh, Mary's questioning over there. Is uh, the White House or DHS instructing border agents to refuse ride-along requests Uh from reporters? Because that's what a lot of our folks on the ground are hearing. Uh, Again, I think we've seen, uh, watching a number of the reports you all do, a number of border uh, officials who Mm -hmm. are quoted in them, who appear Mm -hmm. in them, and certainly from the White House, we support that. It's coordinated through the Department of Homeland Security, and I pointed them for any additional questions about the logistics of press access. I mean, our reporters used to be able to get ride-alongs during the Trump administration, Mm -hmm. and you all came in and promised to be the most truthful and transparent administration, and and you all, you know, oversee the Department of Homeland Security. So if you all wanted to grant access to the press, couldn't you just tell DHS to do it? Again, we fully support transparency, and I would encourage you to talk to the Department of Homeland Security about any requests you have for press access or uh, what you're looking to uh, accomplish at the border. Huh. Okay. Wow, there are people at Homeland Security who saw that were screaming in their offices Mm -hmm. because you know that's a directive from the White House. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. They're just trying to pass the buck to somebody else. No ride-alongs. And what did we say? You stop giving the press access. Then they're going to turn on you. And look at what's happening. And they're screaming out another president's name. Yeah. And it's the guy that they all supposedly hated. Trump. And and it didn't stop there. It kept going. (laughs) It appears to be a mixed message, or it's received as a mixed message, which is don't come now, come later, and others don't come at all. Mm. Well... I think this is a hmm. no doubt a complicated circumstance, and <laughs> what we are trying to do is address this in uh, an effective and humane manner, and uh, that requires uh, putting in place additional policies and measures. You referenced one of them, which is reinstituting the mm. uh, the uh, CAM program, which would mm-hmm. allow kids to apply uh, from their home country. That is certainly a positive, an option. How long would it take till that's available to them? 
we are hoping that can be uh, happen soon. I don't have an exact soon. timeline for you, but it, we, uh, we would like to put that back in place. It was a program that was already in place and was ended in 2017. Uh -huh. So that's mm. an example. We want to build uh, hmm. on beyond that so, so we mm -hmm. can have programs where it, it ensures that kids are not taking this difficult journey, oh. that they have other hmm. choices and other options. But I was also, and this will take some more time, but we're, we're going to keep seeing these cycles, which we've seen. This is not the They're first cycles. cycle. 2014, 2018, these numbers have been increasing since April of 2020 of last year. Unless we work together, huh. Democrats and Republicans, to address the root causes, right. there have been policies and bills the uh -huh. president worked with then with now Senator with Senator Lindsey Graham, as an example, on a on a bill to try to give more funding to uh, address the root causes in these countries. If we don't take those <laughs> steps now, we're going to keep being on these cycles mm. every year, year mm -hmm. after year. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. can build a wall maybe at some point. No, no, that's unneighborly of us to do that. So that literally it's downright rude, but really. It, but, but it stops the problem. Well, yeah, but it's rude and you don't want to. You don't want to send a signal that the nation is rude, do you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you want to protect the nation and have a sovereign nation? Yes. Or or do you want to be polite? You want to be a polite nation. I want to go down in history as a polite nation. And we weren't rude uh, to people. So that's really important. This administration, man. If a few of us die along the way, it was worth it. Am I right? You know, they're letting people cross the border with COVID-19. They're setting them free in Texas cities. That don't make no never mind. <laughs> and uh, it's I, fine. I mean, I thought they were just coming here to make a better life for their families. Yeah, they are. And, you know, to spread their infectious diseases. Right. That are also ours. I, I don't mean to say that that's just Mexico and Central and South sure. America's problem because it's all over. But it's just that. One would suppose that since we're trying to defeat the virus right now, you might not be allowing people with the virus free reign of just going anywhere they want in our country. And every murder and every drunk driving death that is committed by an illegal alien mm -hmm. is one that could have been prevented. Yeah. If we had a sovereign nation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, what was, what was Jen wearing on her... She was wearing a uh, bush. She was wearing a bush? Yeah, she had a bush on, <laughs> on her. She's got, look at that. Look at that. That <laughs> thing is huge. <laughs> it's like, a, I got it. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's clovers. Probably some. That's why I'm wearing a bush on my lapel. <laughs> like, it's I, not exactly I, a lapel. But... Does she have little kids? Maybe maybe somebody made that. But regardless, <laughs> you don't wear it. No. You just, you, you take it and you put it in your cubicle Nobody sees it. You say, I took it to work. But unfortunately, she's got a job where her kids are probably watching her on TV. Mommy, mommy, you didn't wear the garden on your shirt today. So she had to. I bet, I bet she has kids. And that's what that was. But that As is, you mentioned her children, I don't even... I mean, that, I don't even know if she's married. I don't know if she's got kids. But now I'm, now I'm curious. Me too. Uh, uh, does Jen Saki let's see have here. children? I know she uh, says she's getting married in 20... Uh, here's her bio. Oh, they have two children. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guarantee right. you, if she doesn't show up on TV with that shrub on her chest, then she's got a broken heart waiting for her back home. But I'm sorry. I mean, she literally was growing a garden mm -hmm. during that press conference. Yep. Uh, but it looked great on her. On her, it really, really worked. So uh, current and former Customs and Border Protection officials... Uh, have said that J President Joe Biden's administration is restricting the information the agency can tell the media. 
Wow. About the border crisis. There you go. That's how transparent they want to be. <laughs> yeah, they're so transparent they told us we can only say certain things to you. That that just screams transparency, doesn't it? <laughs> the officials described the restrictions as a gag order. Oh. Huh. That's weird that they didn't describe it as super transparent. <laughs> They also said no one gave the direction with an official memo. Instead, they passed down instruction through word of mouth. Oh! So this can't be backed up by a paper trail. There's no paper trail. Wow. And when somebody brings it up, they'll just call him a liar. No. We oh! We didn't do that. They, it must be a misunderstanding on their part. We this didn't is, say anything about that. This is a two-front war for the Biden administration now. Uh-huh. You've just pissed off one of your departments. Yep. And you're making the media angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is just now getting good. Pop some popcorn, baby. Whereas President Trump allowed the media to tour the facilities and ride along with agents, despite the fact that they all hated him. He let them ride along with the officials. You just heard the lady say, hey, Trump let us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this will be the wedge that just just may bring them down a bit. Mm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see because they've had these people on their side the whole time. Yeah, but now you're messing with their uh, with with their livelihood, and they can't have that. Yeah, they won't abide that. Yeah, we had a, a, a great listener yesterday send us a oldie but a goodie. Oh yeah, here's a flashback from the these were from the debates, the Democrat debates. Uh, and what uh, Biden wanted at the border. What I would do as president is several more things, because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says Mm. if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression. (laughs) Oh, thanks. You you come to America. (laughs) What do we got there? I I, I don't know. Okay. it's going to be one of those mornings. <laughs> yes. You can already tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. So he, he wants a surge at the border. He yeah. wants them to surge. He told them to. He wants to get to hear your case if you're running from a bad country. My gosh. You got what you asked for, man. And then he denies he asked for it. <laughs> Do you realize that we have something called... Uh, Recordings. We can record things and yeah. play them back later. We can play most of them back later. Yeah. Well, not in their entirety, <laughs> yeah, not, of course. What do you want? The whole clip? That's technology that eludes us at this point, but <laughs> we can play partial. You'll get the general idea of what he was saying. <laughs> so he brought this crisis on. Sure did. And uh, now there are 13,000 unaccompanied children held in cages. 13,000. And it was the worst thing in the history of mankind under Trump. Now it's the humanitarian thing to do. We're just, you know what? We're being as transparent as we possibly can. And we're trying. Oh, you're trying. Yeah, well, the Trump administration was trying as well. And they they actually succeeded far better than Biden has so far. They actually wound up reuniting a lot of those kids with their parents. But there was a certain amount of them. And I think it was something like 1,400 of them somewhere in that neighborhood that they just couldn't find the parents for. They So what do you do with them? Mm. So they were looking to make other arrangements, whether they be adopted out or did their parents go back to Mexico or Guatemala or Honduras? Can we find them there? And as we've mentioned before, 
many times when they found them uh, back in their home country, they wouldn't take the kids back because that's not the direction they're headed. They want the kids to be here to be anchors to bring them in with chain migra- migration. I just the whole thing is just oh, so so very frustrating. Do you know who is providing that thirteen thousand number? Is that uh, just didn't know if that was coming from Axios? Home. Axios, yeah. I'm just and I'm not sure where they got it. Well, here's what I'm getting at is <clears throat> with with that answer. Mm-hmm. about how Jen Psaki just kind of blew this off on, ah, you got to get in touch with uh, Homeland Security. That's them, you know? And then you talked about how it's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. There's no paper trail. I have a feeling we're going to hear over the next few days quite a few numbers and larger numbers coming out of Homeland Security. We're going to, I, I just, mm. there's going to be, there's going to be some, uh, some numbers thrown out there that's going to make the Biden administration look even worse, I think. Stand well, by. it doesn't matter what it makes them look like because they just want to be transparent. They want to tell them. They're truth tellers, and they want to be transparent. And so. so No, this is going to be fun, <laughs> watching the White House Isn't versus it? Homeland Security over the next few days. And it's oh. amazing. We're, what, 56 days 56. into this administration, and they're already, uh, they're already trying to wiggle out of all of these scandals that they're creating. I mean, it's already a scandal at the border simply because – he asked them to come, and now he's telling them not to. So he's given them these mixed messages where during the campaign he was all about illegal immigrants flooding across the border. There needs to be a surge. You think that'll affect Democrats? Huh. Do you think that they'll, they'll take the time to, to realize that, that, that he asked for this crisis and got it? No. I don't think Democrats do anything introspective. Up to the minute approval rating... That's crazy high. That is ridiculous. The reason it's that high, though, is because he's hiding most of the time. And the American people don't don't see him. So once he comes out of his, you know, out of his hole, crawls out of that hole, and whether or not he sees his shadow, uh, and we have six more weeks of not having (laughs) press conferences... We'll see what happens at that point. Wait, you don't mean the the walk by the press on the way to the helicopter isn't good enough for you? Yeah, with the CGI microphones. With the CGI microphones, mm. that that one question. It's enough for me. It's just not yeah. going to be enough for the for the media. Uh-huh. They're not going to like that. God, this guy. Let, let me take a minute and tell you about Texas Superfood. Uh, the two things that people say the most when they start using Texas Superfood is they notice that they have more energy. And that they get better sleep. And of course, those kind of those two things go hand in hand. It gives you the power of nutritionally dense fruits and vegetables with enzymes and probiotics and all those things. I have no idea what they do. I just know they're good for you. It's organic. It's vine ripened, antioxidant rich, and they're raw natural fruits and vegetables. So if you're like me and you just you hate vegetables, this is a great way to go and get that nutrition into your body. Every ingredient has been certified and selected to give you optimal nutritional intake. And with their grab-and-go packaging, you're going to be able to guarantee that your Texas Superfood will be there when you need it. All the fruits and vegetables are grown organically from locally sourced farms. Highest quality nutritional supplement you can possibly get. So go to TexasSuperfood.com and check check it out today and order yours. TexasSuperfood.com Pat Gray Unleashed 
right, Pat. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at historic approval ratings at day, what are we at, 57, 50, right? 56, 56 or 7, right? yeah. All right, so the only president that were lower, and this goes back, this, this polling goes back to Truman. Yeah, because he should be in the honeymoon period. Right. Right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, only Trump, and we know how he was treated, was lower, as was Gerald Ford, who was dealing with the fallout from, from Nixon resigning, right? Yeah, and him pardoning him. Right. So, mm-hmm. was that immediate, by the way? You know? uh, yeah. Okay, so that explains that. Yeah. So it's just this this Trump derangement syndrome. Interesting. And uh, hmm. and the pardoning of Nixon. But other than that, Biden is lower than every other president before him. God, Obama, that's amazing. Bush, Clinton. Already. And despite the fact they're hiding him. Yeah. Just wait. Uh, right. I mean. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. This is. You're going to be really happy with your pick. This 80 is, million people who voted for the guy. This is not tracking well. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it isn't. Man, Truman was at 87%. Oh, wow. I mean, granted, it was World War II. It was, yeah, it was the right country, after. The right country after banded together yeah. and all of that. Germany surrendered, yeah. Uh, all right. Why is it important to pay attention to uh, what's going on at the border? Well, we already mentioned one of the things. I mean, especially during a pandemic, you've got to test people. And if they have COVID-19, you don't let them in the country. How stupid is that? Yeah, okay, there's there's only 116 of them. Release them. Send them into Texas. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, that's that's... About the same decision, not quite on the same scale, but it's very reminiscent uh, of what Cuomo did in New York, mm. sending sending sick people into nursing homes. Crazy. Just absolutely nuts. Now, you let that mask slip down below your nose for more than five seconds, and you're healthy, mm-hmm. and the fire's hell going to rain down on you, but if you're an illegal alien who tests positive, yeah. it, you're going to be released into the country, no <laughs> yeah. problem. Don't worry about risk. it. It's every, every, everything's fine. Everything is fine. So in addition to all of that and a lot more, you know, the (laughs) drugs and the disease and the strain on our resources, there's also what we've been talking about forever, and that's the threat of terrorists crossing the border. Oh, the terrorists don't cross the border in Mexico. Why would they? What's your evidence of that? According uh, According to Border Patrol, there were uh, four people arrested since October 1st of last year. These arrestees were on the terrorist watch list. Uh, three of them were from Yemen, one Serbia, and uh, they uh, meant us harm. We don't know exactly what they were going to do, but they're on the terror watch list. And this is proof positive that that's a legitimate concern and, I mean, why why wouldn't they cross the border like that? Why wouldn't you fly to Mexico and then cross the border illegally? There's no record of your being here. We don't know who you are. We don't know what you're doing. We don't know where you end up. It's the perfect way to do it, actually. And they, the left acts as if this is some sort of conspiracy theory that it can't possibly happen. Well, here's here's proof that it is happening. It does happen. And who knows how many times. Who knows? It's just despicable. They don't care about this country. They couldn't care less. 888-900-3393. And at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Then we get to our, what is he, climate czar? Yeah. I don't know what his That's what he is, is, yeah. John Kerry. Boy, he's... Uh, he's great. I don't know. Stable chief? 
Is that his title? No, I don't know. Stable chief? That would be great. The horse reference? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, John, why the long face? <laughs> um, so one of the complaints a few weeks ago was that he was taking private jets to climate change Uh-oh. conferences. Uh-oh. And, uh, and he wouldn't. Uh, I, won't get, I won't be put on the defensive for that. I'm important, and you're not. I have to take for people like me. You know, who are better than you. That's almost verbatim. It is. Watch this. Oh, my. Listen to what he said. On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, Is that an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me. Pause it for a second. (laughs) There you go. Remember that? It's the only choice uh, for someone like me. (laughs) For someone like you. (laughs) Yes, the, you know, the uh, important people. I'm doing important work that you little people can't even begin to understand. <laughs> All right, let's see this. For carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me right. who is traveling uh. the world to win this battle. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, Which for the United States. are meaningless. I've been Stupid. involved in this fight for years. I negotiated uh, right. President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so we could get Paris. And uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. Pause it for a second. Do we know that President Xi's preferred pronoun is she? (laughs) I'm not asking. See what I did there? Yeah, I do. All right. I got you. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) With people and get things done. But what I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. And in the end, uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, Oh. I'm not going to be put on the defensive. I'm not going to be put on the defensive. I'm not. Uh, I'm too important to be on the defensive. I'm on the offensive side of things at all times. Oh is that incredible? And he is such a self-sacrificing hero. Yeah, right. Well, I this is what I do nearly full-time. I'm trying to save this planet to win the battle against the climate. Mm-hmm. How exactly do you, and what are you doing to offset? Explain that one to me. Yeah. What do you do to offset? What are you, planting trees? <laughs> yeah, on Jen Saki's chest. I'm sorry, that doesn't <laughs> offset a thing. Maybe years from now? I don't know. Okay. No, the whole offset thing the, is The ridiculous. little people that work under me, they tell me that we're doing the offsets. Right, the cover. They don't even talk carbon offsets. That's the first time I've even heard it mentioned because uh, it's laughable. The carbon offset situation. Uh, uh, yes, I, I could pollute as much as I want as long as I plant three trees afterward during the course of a year. Uh, actually, I, I'm not going to be put on the defensive and explain myself at all to you. <sighs> so he at least took the private jet thing, apparently. That might have had some sort of hmm. effect on him because he's flying commercial. Oh, uh, in this next photo. Good for him. Nice. See if you can ascertain what the problem is here with John Kerry on this plane recently. Uh, hmm. Mm. He's reading. He's okay. reading. Yeah, he's reading. He's reading. Seems to be it looks like he's pouring glasses. over something. Yeah, he needs he needs to up that prescription on those glasses. Yeah. A little eye strain. Is that what the problem is? No. No, the problem is he's got a naked face other than <laughs> the glasses. Of course, he's wearing no mask. Wow. Uh, no mask whatsoever. Oh my! On John Kerry, isn't that <laughs> fascinating? Yeah, I'm and not it... going to be put on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. 
I'm not going to be put on the defensive. Uh, you little people don't understand the kinds of things I do. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at you. The the the, the elites. The the they the are leaders. They are. They love seeing you do the stuff that they mandate you do. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. And then they don't even bother with it. Look. <laughs> but please, let's let's get real. You don't really expect me to follow the same rules as you do, right? I won't apologize for being able to breathe fresh air on my flight. You little people may may be able to function like that, but I'm elite and I'm doing important work and I won't be put on the defensive right now. I won't. Look at that. Just example after example. All these people who are absolute we saw hypocrites. Oh, there's our fearless Biden. leader. We, we just saw, uh, yeah, Rob just put up images of uh, Dianne Feinstein, <clears throat> de Blasio, <throat> Gavin Newsom, Pelosi. Uh, who did I miss there? Just, there's Tom, is that Tom Hanks? Who, who is, that? <laughs> is that? That's not Tom Hanks, is it? Yeah, is it, it really? is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's a big mask guy. There's, <laughs> yep. there's, uh, there's Lori Lightfoot. Oh, yeah. Chicago's mayor yelling yeah. into a microphone. And let's not forget just the yelling into the microphone without a mask. Yeah. And let's not forget the hair appointment or whatever yep. after she told everybody that the hair salons had to close. Well, I care about my hygiene. As if no one else does? Oh. You remember that explanation? Oh, meanwhile, the uh, it's come out that wow. the governor of New Mexico, while everyone was on lockdown and stuff, was getting all sorts of stuff uh, sent to her house. I mean, it's just... It's out of control. Wow, it's New just, Mexico. Yeah. The most restrictive state in yeah. the union. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. During COVID-19. Um, they get no uh, press on that, yeah. but they're more restrictive than California and New York. You've got a listener, Atomic Mom, who's constantly posting updates. I mean, they, they, they shut down grocery stores in towns where there's like just one grocery store and you have to get in a line wrapped around the block just to get groceries. I love, though, that picture Rob just put up there of all the kneeling that the Democrats were doing. You got oh, yeah. Chuck Schumer, no mask. Nancy Should've, Pelosi yeah. pulled down. Don't Meanwhile, <laughs> they're they're doing this kneel thing, wearing the African tribal garb of a tribe that enslaved other African tribes. <laughs> so if you're going to <sighs> virtue signal, Man. get it right. <laughs> oh, these buffoons! They're evil. They're yeah. just evil, and uh, it's incomprehensible how they get away with it so much, except for the fact that the media is on their side. However, that tide, as we mentioned, may be turning just a bit because they don't have the access they want. And so now they're getting pissed. <sighs> fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. fascinating. But I, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's amazing how the far left, and I don't know how far you have to go left, will constantly yell at you for not wanting to have to wear a mask, not uh -huh. wanting the vaccine. Yep. Scream in your face, both online and in real life. And yet, we're supposed to believe that they really care about our best interests. They really care about us. Do you? Really? In their quiet moments, oh. when nobody's watching, that's what shows you how they really feel. Right, right. I mean, And in John Kerry's quiet moment on a flight, he just didn't bother wearing a mask because he didn't think he asked. It's to. just amazing. These messengers mm -hmm. of, of, can't we all just get along and can't we all just love each other through wearing masks yep. and doing things for others? Are screaming just hate-filled rhetoric right at you, and it's it's fascinating. Here's how bad this mask thing is, too. Uh, according to Gateway Pundit, a 
New York City judge just removed a six-year-old child from the, the child's mom because the mother didn't wear a mask while dropping her child off at school. I can't. Are you kidding me? Uh, it was a normal day for Dr. Micheline Epstein, a family physician, when she went to drop her daughter off at the Birch Wathen Lennox School on the Upper East Side. The tearful mother explained in a phone call that her daughter was already inside the building and wearing a mask when the school nurse and school security attempted to force Dr. Epstein to wear the mask on the public street in front of the building where she uh, dropped off her kid. Uh, no one got physical or anything. She just refused to wear the mask. They were outside on the public sidewalk. And she said, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going inside. The mother explained that the school nurse had come out and was aggressively demanding that she put the mask on, but she was already leaving and didn't accept it. The next thing I know, my daughter is taken away from me. Oh. That is insane, if true. Unbelievable. Because her mom wasn't wearing a mask as she dropped her off. I'm telling you, that is not America. That is not the United States of America. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the plate. Got some tweets here uh, from Pennsylvania Pathead. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood. It ended up on Saki. That's that's good, yeah. All right. She was growing. Look at that. That is what is that? I don't it's a mess. Yeah, yeah, very much. <laughs> um also this from Katie. Biden and Harris had the shrub forests on their jackets yesterday, too. It's stupid. So Biden and Harris both did that too? Okay, yeah, there's uh Okay. There's Kamala. So this wasn't you don't even have the kids as an excuse. This was a White House thing. Yeah, they were They're making sure that they had same ah look at that. It's so Okay. Just stupid. Really? Yeah, all right. Whatever. Ugh. And I'm Irish. I'm sorry, I'm not going to those lengths. I'm not putting shrubbery. Well, you wouldn't even wear green oh, yesterday. I, no, that's true. How many times do you get pinched? Uh, zero. Man. Total I'm surprised because you're so mm-hmm. approachable. Right, that's true. Huh. And the neighborhood gadfly. <laughs> uh, Carl Smith tweets, what the Biden, Biden administration is saying is, you must understand that what you're seeing is a crisis only if Donald Trump is president. Mm-hmm. Uh... And that's what we called it under Trump. Right? They called it a they called it a border crisis. Kara 3022 tweets with the press starting to turn a bit and Biden's bunch throwing homeland security under the border bus. 2021 may be fun after all. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure telling you, is. don't be surprised if numbers come out in the next couple of days that are going to be jaw-dropping about what's going on at the border. Yeah, there's 13,000 Kids who are in cages, that may be a drop in the bucket mm-hmm. compared to what we hear as uh, as time goes on. And, of course, then, you, as we mentioned, all the other problems go with it. The people who are actually crossing from Yemen and uh, Syria and all of these places that may have, you know, that hate us. And they're people who are coming here 
who are on the terror watch list, what do you think they're going to do here? Are they coming because they're looking for a better life? (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, I just wanted to come here and, I don't know, see if I could get a job as a as a waiter in a restaurant or I, you know, that's what I'm looking for. I really would like to wait tables in the United States of America. Hmm. That's an interesting goal. Uh, coming from a person from Yemen. Hmm. hmm. I wouldn't worry about it though. Yeah. We move on. Let's move on. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Nothing to see here. Uh, all right. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat unleashed on Twitter. Marvel. Thank you. Goodness is finally taking care of a situation that we've been clamoring for. How many times have you heard, why don't we have a gay Captain America character? Why? When will we finally have a Captain America who is a gay man? Are you are you saying the time maybe? The time is here. Finally. Finally. Marvel will feature a new Captain America named Aaron Foster, a young gay man who the publisher says stands for the oppressed and the forgotten. The new cap will appear in a limited series. In a story following the original captain, Steve Rogers, as he teams up with a number of different Captain Americas. Is this another end-of-the-universe thing, like Spider-Man did? Captain Americas? Why are there multiple Captain Americas? Plural? Yeah. The release of the issue featuring the Aaron Fisher captain is planned for June... Why do you think it's planned for June? I know. Keith, I know. Teacher. Keith. Teacher. Is that Gay Pride Month? It is. Good yes. guess. Good answer. Yes. Good answer. Yes. <clears throat> what do I win? Uh, brand new Cadillac Seville door handle screw. You can pick that up after the show. After the show. Yeah. Uh, Aaron is inspired by heroes of the queer community activists, leaders, and everyday folks pushing for a better life. (laughs) Everyday folks. He stands for the oppressed and the forgotten. I hope his debut story resonates with readers and helps inspire the next generation of heroes. I'm I'm sure what he means there is the next generation of of gay heroes. Right. That's what they're trying to appeal to, right? Mm -hmm. Artist, uh, one of the artists who draws Captain America... Went on to say, I want to thank editor Alana Smith and Joshua Trujillo very much for asking me to create Aaron. I really enjoyed designing him. And as a transgender person, I'm happy to be able to present an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. While I was drawing him, I thought, well, Cap fights against super powerful beings and saves the world almost always, but... Aaron helps those who walk alone in the street with problems that they face every day. I hope people like the end result. Every day? Yeah. So apparently this Captain America is not going to fight for America, but for the gay and trans community, it sounds like. Can we name him Captain South America or something like that? Because there's only one Captain America. Stop with this. Uh, this is this is going out of their way to promote an agenda. Surprise! Yep. And, and, and we're what, just going to see more and more of this. What's the guy's name? The the guy who drew this cat? Uh, Jan Bazaldua. Oh, how am I going to Google that? B-A-Z-A-L-D-U-A. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> just making sure. Mm-hmm. What are you making sure of? Um, well, as you know, in our current society... Mm-hmm. 
Um, you, I don't know what Jan's preferred pronouns are. Sure. Jan is transgender, but I don't know which they transitioned from. See. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Oh. It is ma'am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we got we got to make sure <clears throat> that, mm-hmm. that that only a specific kind of person is creating a specific kind of character. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you don't want is- a heterosexual telling the story of a gay Captain America, do you? So this no. is going to be on Disney Plus. No, this is in the Marvel comics. Oh, just, oh this is just in the in the uh, yeah in the comic books. Okay, well, it's coming to Disney. But Plus. But you know, know it. it's coming to Disney Plus. You know it is. Yep. They will feature this gay Captain America in a movie. They've just normalized it, and they continue to do <laughs> it, and they continue to hammer us with it. And I just feel like uh, so beaten down over this stuff. Okay, good, whatever. You got your Captain America, uh, who's gay now. All right, yeah. Whatever. I mean, I don't. If you want to do like a gay character or whatever, I mean, that's Disney and Marvel. That, I mean, that's their prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the fact that they are uh, taking a brand, Captain America, and then changing that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're if you're a purist, it doesn't matter if the guy's gay or trans or whatever. Can we just not create a new character? Why do you have to latch onto something that's already established? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, couldn't you have created a separate superhero who happens to be gay? Yeah, better idea, I think, but what do I know? I don't work for Marvel. By design. All right, 888 Let me tell you about Scoremaster. <clears throat> I know what's going to make you happy. Uh, well, one of the things would be getting your best credit score possible, especially if you're about to apply for a loan of some sort. The average American has 97 points they can add to their credit score. 97 points. But they don't have any idea how to get how to get them. Scoremaster knows how. They're they're not a credit repair agency. It's credit science and it helps you get your points fast. In fact, the average Scoremaster user adds 61 points in just 20 days or less. And getting your plus points fast can save you a fortune. When you're applying for loans, it's also great for business owners who use their credit score to finance their business. And it's even great for mortgage bankers or brokers who need an edge and love getting their clients better deals. It's great for everybody, really. It even shows you the score consequences of spending too much or of identity theft. No, nobody else does what Scoremaster does. You can enroll in just minutes and find out how many plus points you can add to your credit score and how fast you can add them. So visit scoremaster.com slash pad. That's scoremaster.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. I feel like my voice is starting to go. Can you you tell? Is it like... Horse or mm. something? Yeah. What's uh, <clears throat> is it feeling okay over COVID-19. there? COVID nineteen is hoarseness one of the first side effects? <laughs> I know it's one of the last side effects. I couldn't talk for months. Oh, I remember that. Lost my yeah, voice, remember. and then yeah, yeah. I will say that, and we've had this discussion this morning, ironically enough, where I said, "Hey, so are allergies affecting you?" Because I'm, I am out. Mm-hmm. Like I am just feeling horrific and it's definitely allergies everybody's suffering around here right now everything's blooming and you're like oh, i don't get allergies right i wow. don't have an, i'm not allergic to anything as far as i know unless you know this is something that's causing uh, my voice to be maybe i'm allergic to something and it's causing my voice to go mm, see as a liberal 
Mm-hmm. I look at you and I think, look at you, Mr. Special over there. You bastard. You don't what makes suffer. makes you better than other people? You, Why? You should suffer just like the rest just of like us. Just like the rest of us. You should be uh-huh. scratching your eyes, sneezing right. constantly, yeah. drippy nose. Exactly. No energy. Mm. But look at you over there feeling so great. And then... <laughs> what do we have? A little hoarseness going on there? A little hoarseness, there? yeah. Oh, well, so how's now it you're feel? Glad. Now you're glad, are you? The healthiest 1% yeah. coming down with the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I hope you feel all right, man. I don't know. If, if it's COVID, then... Well, I feel like being vaccinated now oh. uh, because oh. I, I've seen how excited people are when they've been vaccinated. <laughs> Got this New York City councilwoman who oh. is so excited about becoming vaccinated. I'm not asking what's in the in the, in the infusion. Oh, it's brilliant. I'm not Good. looking Don't. up all of the ingredients <laughs> in the infusion. Why would you? I am sticking out my arm, and I am taking <clears throat> the infusion. <laughs> okay, so I'm not uh, going to be concerned about what's going into my body. I don't give a rat's anus what's uh, how they came up with this. I'm just going to blindly take it and blindly do it because that's what we Democrats do. Oh, my. Wow, that's interesting. Literally. I still wear a mask, (laughs) even though I am twice vaccinated. That's my gang sign. Terrifying. Like (laughs) These are the people you pass on the street right here. These are the people that are... These are the people in, in the lane next to you wearing a mask when they're mm-hmm. driving around alone in their car. And like in this last example, how do you look at that after you've just uh, recorded it and say, yeah, I'm going to post that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow the, the world <laughs> to see how great this little recording is. That's my game <laughs> sign. So bad. <sighs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Mm. I mean, if you want to get a vaccine, get a vaccine. But th- this is rapidly becoming another mandate. It's the same thing with the masks. It's the masks, the oh. the uh, vaccine, everything is like that. I have to read something to you if I can find this. This is going to start happening at company after company. Um, listen to this. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, so uh, this uh, Pat Head's place of business where they mm-hmm. work. Sent, mm-hmm. our, sent out an email saying the CDC has eased restrictions for fully vaccinated people. Therefore, anyone who is not vaccinated will no longer be permitted to eat lunch in the break room any longer. Only vaccinated employees. We will have to leave the building to eat. Uh, let's see. You have to leave the building to eat uh, and to take your masks off. If you're seen without your mask on at any moment, you will be written up and you will lose your bonus. This is going to start happening everywhere. Yeah, I think it will. Then you're going to have to decide, is it worth it? Are you, uh, are you committed enough to lose your job and go find a new one somewhere else? It's going to be a tough decision because, you know, your livelihood's at stake. And just a reminder to businesses that want to force their employees, uh, if you want to be employed here, you have to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Then you are opening yourself up to be liable when and, something and happens. Forcing people is so wrong. You know, we, there's a new law that's being proposed uh, that would force Americans to save for retirement. 
Only half of Americans participate in a workplace retirement plan, which is really low. Uh, but they're, th- it's their choice, right? If people don't want, if they choose not to contribute to an IRA or or uh, 401K. Wh- or a 401k, they should be able to make that decision. Uh, is retirement a good idea? Saving for your retirement a good idea? Of course it is. But government mandates to do that are not. It's like the government mandate to get a vaccine is not. I mean, freedom is an internal principle. Free agency, the right to choose what actions you take, that is given to us directly from God. Force comes from hell. Literally. Satan is about force. Uh... That's why we're all so resistant to being forced into doing anything. It, we know in our very beings, it's in our core that that's not the right way to go. So that's why I say, if the vaccine is going to be forced on me, I don't want to take it. I might take it if I choose to, but if you're going to force me, no, I don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Freedom is and always has been and always will be an inherent part of us. We're created uh, with that belief in freedom, we know that being forced into doing things is it's evil. Just like when the government forces you to pay taxes uh, because they want to take money from you and give it to some poor person. Well, that's not charity. That's not the way God planned it because that was force. When we give freely, then that's charity. Anyway, uh, I I can't we have to stand up against against this against being oppressed and forced and all this fascism that's going on with the masks and the mandates and standing 6 feet or 3 feet apart or 30 feet apart getting a vaccine as a condition to hold a job or travel uh, between states it's all wrong yeah. it's all evil and we have to resist it. One could argue that the government does force you to participate in a retirement program. It's called Social Security. Yes, that's true. That's absolutely and right. So we know that's wrong as well. Completely. And yet, try to take it away from people. And uh, yeah, once they become used to a program, there's no taking it but away. Where's the choice? But I mean, there's seriously, no, there's there is no, no choice. choice. Bush tried to. There, Remember, he got no reelected choice. and immediately. Yeah. Tried to spend that capital. And that was a good plan, too. That was a good plan. Yes, it was. You could opt in. You didn't have to, but you could. But the Democrats spun it mm-hmm. in such a way that it looked like you had to. Oh, you're enriching big businesses. You're you're letting people give mm. money to business. Shut up. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Beware. Is unleashed. Got a few tweets here from Puppy Papa, Jeffy's wife. Why do you have glitter all over you, Jeffy? I will not be put on the defensive. <laughs> yeah, glitter kingdom. Baby. Borrowing from John Kerry a bit there. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy's embiggened man snoobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Embiggened that word. Mm-hmm. Somebody reminded me. That's from The Simpsons. It's on the statue yeah. of uh, Jebediah Springfield. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. 
forced masking is has so emboldened the power hungry they now think they can make us do anything they want they're very close to being correct mm. in that exception less white and the cultural appropriators tweets if it was good enough for benjamin franklin to sail to france to negotiate then it's good enough for john Kerry. after all we've got nine years before climate change will kill all of us <laughs> great point yeah <clears throat> tremendous Where's Biden's, from where's Biden's pants, they want COVID positive immigrants because they don't want the pandemic to end. When it does, there goes their control over the people. Just saying. Mm. All right. uh, Let me start out with, uh, uh, by taking a minute to tell you about Keeps. If you've experienced hair loss, your hair is getting thinner, maybe you got some patches. The sooner you get on this, the better. And so what I recommend you do is just from the comfort and privacy of your own home, maybe your living living room, couch, whatever, lazy boy recliner, go to keeps.com slash Pat and uh, just answer a few questions there. Snap some pictures of your hair and post them. And then a licensed doctor will review all of that and send you the right hair loss treatment. Super easy. And it works 90% of the time in stopping hair loss. And 66 or 67% of men experience hair regrowth. We'll get you started with a special deal, too. Go to keeps.com. Keeps.com slash Pat. You'll get 50% off your first order. Keeps.com slash Pat. Gray is unleashed. Okay, I think we spoke too soon on the allergy thing. Right now, okay, I've got the scratchy voice, and my eyes oh. are itching so badly, I want to scratch them out of their sock, their sockets. Oh, just no. in time for me to say, yeah, I don't have allergies. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what this is. The, the thing about Dallas, uh, wow, is that everybody who moves here gets allergies. Everybody. And, and there's actually this food critic lady or somebody who, mm-hmm. I, I was reading an article, she was a food critic in Charleston or something, mm-hmm. a place where I've lived. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of plants, a lot of flowers and everything, and never had allergy problems. She moved to Dallas. It was so bad that after two years, she had to take a gig, like in Seattle <clears throat> or something. And leave? Yeah. She had to get out of here. Did it get better when she got to Seattle? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, mm. everybody experiences this hell here. Yeah. It's crazy. I hear that story all the time. I'd never had never had allergies till I moved to Texas. Yep. Um, all right. The Washington Times has written this uh, great opinion piece uh, from Kelly Sadler, the Washington Times, on Biden's mental state. <clears throat> he writes, I'm sorry, but these are the left's rules, and because they set them... I'm going to play them. (laughs) President Biden is not in good mental health. Just this week, he forgot the name of the Defense Department and its leader, Secretary Lloyd Austin. And I want to... Here's... Then he quotes him. Uh, I think we have that, though. I don't need to quote him. Here's what he said. And I want to thank the the, the, uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my... My uh, guy who runs that outfit over there. (laughs) The guy who runs that outfit over there. Three things there. Yeah. Amazing. So, uh, Kelly continues, it's not the first time Biden has forgotten the names of those in his cabinet. In December, he mispronounced the name of his nominee for the Department of Health and Human Services. 
uh, Xavier Becerra. At the time, like pretty much every time we publicly see Biden, he was reading off a teleprompter. The closest thing Biden has delivered in terms of a press briefing is answering offhand comments by the media such as this. Reporter, when did you learn about your immigration briefing? Or what did you learn about your immigration briefing? Biden, a lot. (laughs) That was it. Biden has still not been to the southern border, likely because he's too weak to travel and has refused to give a full-scale press briefing. Likely because he's too feeble and mentally confused to give reliable White House-approved answers. I I think that's absolutely accurate. Totally. In December, then-President-elect Biden bizarrely broke his foot by tripping on a rug after a shower as he chased after his dog, Major. I guess he pulled the dog's tail like a (laughs) four-year-old? The entire story made no sense. Right. Yet our press corps seems entirely uninterested in the mental health of, of our president, Joe Biden. When he trips up his speech, they make excuses for him. They glamorize his early bedtime and video game playing as a return to normalcy. They weren't so kind to former president Donald Trump. USA Today declared, Trump is mentally unfit to be president. Since Donald Trump's election, mental health professionals have come forth in historically unprecedented ways to warn him, to warn against entrusting the U.S. presidency to someone exhibiting dangerous mental impairments. You believe they said this about Donald Trump? And nothing. Nothing. Crickets on Joe Biden. The New York Times wrote countless stories and columns questioning the mental health of the former president, conceding in 2017 with, who decides whether Trump is unfit to govern? And that the mental health of Donald Trump has been under scrutiny since he began running for president. Wow, that is not the case with Biden. There was incessant speculation about whether the 25th Amendment should be invoked to remove Trump based on his alleged mental flaws. The House of Representatives even introduced a bill to empower Congress to establish a commission of at least eight doctors, including four psychiatrists, to evaluate whether he was fit to govern. If Trump slipped up, let's say by using two hands to drink a glass of water. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Or if he had trouble walking down a slippery ramp at West Point. Yep. The press was there in a millisecond to cast doubt on his physical acuity. Even if it's baseless and unfair, few things stick to a modern president like images of physical frailty, according to Politico. Uh, adding... Just how damaging such a picture of weakness can be, and that it often comes with a political cost. Okay, so those are the standards. The press set them in the previous administration, so where are they now? I dare you to find one by the mainstream media. The press is so in bed with the Biden administration that they willfully ignored Mr. Biden's cognitive decline on the campaign trail. As the Biden Harris-Biden ticket saying that 150 million Americans lost their lives to gun violence and another 120 million died of COVID-19. And instead, they chose to write stories about how the Trump campaign's targeting of Biden in this area would backfire on them. Mm. Yep. Absolutely incredible. Now they're working overtime to cover for his misstatements, typical Biden gaffes, and fragility. 
This is from Snopes on his Pentagon flub. Okay. <clears throat> it's unclear whether Biden literally forgot his defense secretary's name at that moment or, or whether, for example, he got stuck doing an extended folksy ad lib. We <laughs> talked about this. Uh, a folksy ad lib after initially tripping over his words. Uh huh. <laughs> Come on. Terrible. It's time to seriously question whether Biden's, uh, whether Joe Biden is fit for the job. His lack of availability to the press, his verbal stumbles when giving teleprompter remarks, his obvious confusion when visiting offsite locations, all should set off alarm bells of cognitive decline. Yes. It may not be nice, but it's necessary. The American people deserve to know who is really running their government. Just a great piece in the Washington Times. Uh, and exactly right. Yet they continue to cover for him. They don't seem to care at all. In the more and more this administration stonewalls the press from access to the president, <clears throat> these stories are going to start appearing in not so conservative newspapers like yeah. the Washington Times. It's going to be the Washington Post. It's going to be stuff like that. It will be. And then they're, then they're going to turn up the heat. I would like to point out, you mentioned uh, all this is happening. Um, check my math here. <clears throat> I believe that in a four-year term, there are 208 weeks. Okay. We are at week eight of this presidency. That's really depressing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're at week eight of 208. Four-year term. <laughs> week eight out of 208. Meaning we only have 200 to go? Just, well, two, just 200 two, weeks. Just the 200 weeks. And then we're home free. And then, well, <clears throat> sure we are. Sure two, we are. Okay, so we have 200 weeks left in, the, in this presidency. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, Biden continues throughout. Let's say he hangs on somehow till so. the very end, till 2024. <laughs> what Republican can beat him? At this <clears throat> at this moment right now or mm-hmm. four years from now? Not this moment, right now. Who are the... It honestly feels like any of them. It feels that way. I'm not confident. Mm-hmm. The thing kind of feels that way. Would it be former President Donald J. Trump? Could it be him? It, do you want him to run? Mm. If, the, if he wanted to run and he decided, yep, I'm going to make a comeback... And I'm going to beat Biden this time. Fair. I've, no matter what they do at the polling booths, I'm going to win by such a margin that they can't fake it. They can't steal it. They can't take it away from me. Anyway, he decides to run. Do you want him to? So, Do you want to go through the whole rigmarole with the press again? Right. With him being bludgeoned every minute of every day. With the focus being on him the whole time. Well, I will say that he would win the Republican nomination, I, I feel. I feel that that would be a cakewalk yeah, I think for he Trump. Would, yeah, I think he'd win the then Republican nomination. Then you've got to think, how would he do in the general? And I honestly think... You think he'd win? That, no, no, no. I, I think four years from now, I think the press mm-hmm. is going to be so sick of Biden and this act that... That they're willing to... That any Republican mm-hmm. would have a very good shot... Except for Trump, because you know they are going to aim all of their guns at Trump. That's the thing. Figuratively speaking. So, even if you love his policies, and many of his policies I I did love, did and do, 
and he was great at certain things. And uh, I, I think he turned out to be a well. Obviously, he turned out to be a much pre- better president than I thought he was going to be. Um, but do you want to go through the whole situation right. all over again? How fatiguing would it be? Or now you know the press is going to turn on any Republican. I know, but they are going mm-hmm. to turn. Yeah, you ain't seen be, nothing yet. That's for sure. So you'd avoid a little bit of that, maybe yeah. with Ron DeSantis or Marco Rubio. But what was that headline? I, I don't know if they can win. Right. I read you this headline. I was stunned by this. And I even tagged Ron DeSantis uh, yesterday on Twitter with this. I was like, you might want to save this. CNN admitting. This is the headline. Florida governor stands tall. Republican Ron DeSantis gamble on COVID restrictions appears to be paying off economically and politically. And he's taking credit. Well, he should take credit. But I can't believe that CNN would say, wow, it, he's doing a good job in Florida. Yeah, that's, that's shocking. What do you think posted Shocking. that? Probably some intern that's already... That's looking for a job right now? Been, yeah, it's been yes. canned. They're already right. out the door. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 888-933-93. Love to hear, hear your thoughts on, yeah. on if you'd like to see the president run again in 2024. Trump, yeah. Uh, yeah, the former president. In the meantime, let me tell you about Bilt Bar. Something almost everybody does at the beginning of the year is make New Year's resolutions. And a lot of times, at least one of your resolutions is to eat better. Um, and maybe you struggle with that. I know I certainly do. It's usually, that's usually out the window by about January 2nd ish, right in there somewhere, second or third, sometimes maybe, <laughs> maybe I can stretch it out. Uh, Built Bar will help you get through those times when you just want something sweet or you just want something to calm your hunger pangs. It's a great way to go. So good. All the good stuff you need in a protein bar. It's low in calories and carbs, and it's high in protein and fiber, but it doesn't taste terrible. Quite the opposite. It tastes delicious. It tastes like a candy bar. And they come in a variety of flavors, things like a caramel brownie, cookies and cream, raspberry, peanut butter, mint brownie, a whole lot more. So if you're looking to find something you can snack on, but something that isn't going to you know, work against you health-wise, Built Bar is your answer. Don't give up on your resolution. BuiltBar.com with the promo code PAT15. Now, there seems <laughs> to be a little controversy over, because we tried PAT15 yesterday. Yeah. It's not working, but PAT20 is. Oh, y'all okay. take advantage of this. So <laughs> use the promo code PAT20. 20. That works. It'll work right now. Confirmed as of this morning. <laughs> All right. Get you 20% off. BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray. Hey, I got a good safety tip for you. We were talking about allergies and things, and uh, I was bragging to Keith just earlier this morning about how I don't have allergies. Now I got a scratchy throat and uh, really itchy eyes. <laughs> So, uh, it reminded me of something an optometrist said to me years ago. I I think it was like 2014, 13 or 14, I, I got cataracts early on. That was like, they said that's really soon to get them. But it was kind of good because then they take them off and they put in permanent lenses behind your, uh, you know, underneath your cornea. Yeah. So, I got, so then I didn't need contacts anymore. So, they... they they just peel back a little bit of your eye and then jam in these uh, yeah. permanent lenses. Yeah. So it worked out really well. I don't need contacts or glasses when I 
when I wake up in the morning. I, I, I love it. Anyway, I said, what happens if my eyesight gets worse? Because, you know, since I was young till now, it declines every few years. I get more uh, nearsighted. And, uh, and he said, well, you've got healthy eyes. It shouldn't happen. Don't rub your eyes. If you rub your eyes, oh, no. that can cause them to, uh, oh, to change. That's what you because do. it changes the shape oh. of your eye. So you get that astigmatism thing. And it it uh, it damages well, now how you far tell you can me. see. Yeah, I know. So when I I'm rubbing my that. eyes every morning and I hear Not the a good squishy thing to do. squish squish, mm-hmm. and it's so satisfying. You're cha- <laughs> yes, you're, you're changing t- the shape of what your eyes. No. You shouldn't be doing it. Well, somebody should have told me this before I was listening to Pat yeah. Gray Unleashed. Right. But again, you're not going to hear this uh, on Levin today. I'll bet you. Right. Right. Or Glenn Beck, Mr. Producer. So hold on, a question. Now he's stealing everything else we're doing, but he's not going to steal that. Oh, oh, the guy down the yeah. hall? Yes. Right? <laughs> I swear, if I hear cataract talk on Glenn today, we're then marching down there. You'll yeah. know where that came from. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for this uh, wheel of cancel, by the way. Right. Just saying. Hey, right. so here's <laughs> little birdie told me. So question, though. Uh, um, this morning, when your eyes are irritated, right? Yes. Is it just one or both? It, uh, it was especially this one. Okay, so I'm just so wondering. I think it was one. It do was they one. ever have to go in and get that that cataract thingy they put in there? Oh, you mean the cataract w- was my surgery on both? It was yeah. both. Yeah, so yeah, it was both eyes. could it be just one of those is irritated? And even if it's not, it co- if I, that ever happens, they have to go back in there? I don't know. <laughs> I have to, have to ask about that. Good luck to Interesting. you. Interesting, yeah. Because I've wondered often, well, what happens if one right. of the lenses goes sideways or something? What do right. you do? What if it folds in half while it's... <laughs> and does the somewhere- doctor say, look... Just get out of here, okay? Stop with mm. the questions. Don't right. rub your eyes. I'll never have to deal with you again. Is that the is that the response? That's pretty yeah, much okay. it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Got some tweets here uh, from Rants Out Loud. Unfortunately, it won't matter which GOP presidential candidate runs for office, and they will attack them uh, exactly as they did with Trump. Just look at what they're doing to DeSantis. Mm. And mm. it's happening to him right now. It, it really is. Yeah. From uh, Beautiful Stable Genius. <laughs> Trump running will depend on who's running at the time on the GOP side. That's true. I do not believe he wants to run. Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I just think... He hates to lose. That's an interesting point, though. Mm-hmm. If you wonder who's who the next Republican you know, leader could potentially be, he might jump in. Uh, from Dame Thug Life. Sounds like a story I, I heard once. The empress, the emperor has no pants. I love that. The emperor has no pants. That should be the title of our show today. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay, y'all got the that? The emperor has no pants. That'll be the show at youtube.com slash Pat Gray. Pathead T tweets, government wants to mandate citizens to have a retirement plan. They're just thinking of another way to tax you to death. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trisha Sanders Wonder if this superhero makes house calls. My cat's litter box needs sifting, and that's my everyday problem. Oh yeah, the oh. everyday problem <clears throat> fixer solver guy girl. <laughs> Captain America. <clears throat> uh Joe McCullough tweets, Joe's mental health may be slipping, but he's still the smartest person in the room until someone else comes in. Oh, oh. Yes, hey. sir. Hey, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Until someone else comes in. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> you are correct. K 
Kara, 30-22. Really? Only 8 out of 208 <laughs> weeks left in this uh, administration. Couldn't we use Keith math just oh. this one time? Sorry, I got one right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, also from Joe Biden's dictionary author. Uh, gee, Keith. Oh, no. Keith, that's running for... Uh, that's running... No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the itchy eyes I can't see. Oh, no. Uh, G. Keith, that's ruining my morning by actually doing math right. Yeah, the 208. I'm uh, sorry. I guess it's, uh, again, a reference to that. I'm sorry. All right, let's go to Christina in California. Hey, Christina, you're on the blaze. Hi, I am Tea Party Red in a deep blue state, and I say run, Trump, run. You would love to see him run again. Absolutely, because the yeah. press is going to bludgeon any Republican, and little Marco doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, that is true. Uh, thanks, Christine. Appreciate it. That little Marco thing kind of stuck, <laughs> didn't it? Since I'm still using it five years later. I'm surprised he didn't go with thirsty Marco, because he had the whole water mishap, uh, yeah. where he's just like looking at the camera. Yeah, and it was awkward, mm-hmm. and it was uh, kind of kind of poorly done. Uh, Anthony in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, my thought was, is have uh, Trump run as a dummy, as like an independent and maybe come uh, June or July of 2024, just say, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore. So the media has to play catch up. Huh. So Trump would be kind of distracting people from whoever the Republican nominee is? Hmm. Yeah. Is that the theory? Yeah. All right. Yep. Not, but appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Uh, it's an interesting theory. 888 <clears throat> And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We'll uh, get to some of your uh, some more phone calls here coming up in a minute. Uh, we also have some interesting words from Sarah Silverman. She's apparently pissed off at the Democrat Party. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, really interesting. Uh, we'll share that with you. Also, a guy who says Americans need liberals and conservatives. Uh, we'll get to that. Hmm. And the MSNBC host who wants to change the name of the FBI headquarters. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I think what he wants to change it to will be fascinating to you. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. This is an amazing story. A GoFundMe page <laughs> was set up to pay off the mortgage of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's $14.6 million California estate. Somebody felt so bad for them because they're slumming it in this mansion. They started a, uh, a GoFundMe page. It was something like, hey, if only two million of us donate five dollars uh, to buy the home, they'll be able to. Well, I have I have the actual. <laughs> it's just really amazing. Uh-huh. Oh, my. What, what is the matter with you? Look at that house, by the way. Can you put that back up? Look at that. Look at that beautiful home. And then it, there's an aerial photo that shows how much property they have. Uh-huh. They've got tennis courts. They have a big, beautiful pool. They have a huge lawn space. They're surrounded by woods. It's unbelievable wow. i mean it's it's nice oh so you obviously need help <clears throat> paying that off obviously yeah yeah if yeah. you if you had an income loss 
Well, uh, it, what the GoFundMe page person uh, said at the beginning of this was, we're 2 million supporters to donate just $5 each. The goal is met and the loan can be paid off. <laughs> After their interview, I was moved with compassion to help get their home paid off. As they are now financially independent, this will help them and be a loving gift. Got to help the newlywed. <laughs> oh, man. So you got to be pretty stupid <clears throat> to donate to a GoFundMe page uh, that is there to help billionaires. <laughs> this may be this the, is the Windsor family. First time in history that a GoFundMe page was set up on behalf of somebody else where that somebody else was just like, Eh, no, yeah, let's, I, let's not do that. <laughs> That's not helping. Well, they didn't quite hit the goal, you know, of, of uh, let's they say $5 for $2 million, That would have been $10 million. They right. didn't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, they did get to... How close? $110. Oh. $110. Check my Keith math. Not 110000 $110. 22 people <laughs> gave five bucks. Did I nail that one too? My two for two? How pathetic is that? That's embarrassing. That is, Here's 110 that is bucks. Jeez. Oh. I, I just, I mean, oh. seriously? Wait, I'm getting told in my ear, actually, only three people. Look at that. Three, three people. Three people. people. Yeah, one person donated 100, 100 bucks. <laughs> one person donated $100, and then two others donated five each. Are they all, they're all anonymous too, right? Can you believe that? Is there one... One person <laughs> used their real name, Anastasia. I'm sure that's your name. Yeah, that's not that's no. not their real name. No, not at all. <clears throat> that's amazing. <sighs> <laughs> it's amazing that you would set up the page, but uh, thankfully, uh, nobody fell. Well, three people fell for it, but that's that's not bad. That's that's pretty good. That's, no more than three people were like, oh yeah, the royals. These two are out on their own now. They're not with the queen anymore. They need help. So how do you get, like, if you have 110 bucks just laying around and you want to give it to the royals, how do you even get that money to them? It's a good question. Just, I, I don't know. Hey. Hi, here's your, you know, we set up a GoFundMe page. Here's your 110 bucks. Hold on a second. No, no, no. Let's hear your British accent. You're answering the door. You're and, Harry. What am I, a trained monkey? Yeah, no, totally. I'm not your trained monkey. You don't monkey. want to be Harry? <laughs> oh, I know. Hello, chap. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, there you go. Here's 110 uh-huh. bucks. Help you pay off your house. Mm. Oh, quite, quite. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cheerio. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Christine in uh, New York. Hey, Christine, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. How are Hi. you? Doing good. Good morning, Keith. Also, I don't want to leave him out. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say you should mention the whole thing about uh, Captain America and and. You know, straight people not being able to play, you know, mm-hmm. gay, you know, gay Characters, people. Characters, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to use the incorrect, you know. Right. Anyway, there's a show called The Connors, and there's the star Sarah Gilbert, mm-hmm. who is openly lesbian. She's married to a woman named Linda, Linda Perry. Um, but meanwhile, she plays a straight person oh. Oh, on boy. this show. Oh, my. Um, so isn't that kind of reverse discrimination? Yes, it Shouldn't is. Shouldn't a straight person be playing that role? Well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, it's a good point, Christine. Um, yes, because now the thing is, if if you have a gay character, it must be played by a gay person. 
they haven't made that same standard, though, for heterosexuals. But you would think it would have applied, wouldn't you? Mm. Okay, if you have a heterosexual person, it can't be can't be played by a gay person. No. Can't. So, <laughs> uh, that would be interesting to, to see if you made a big, if you made that a big issue. Like, what is Sarah Gilbert doing playing a straight person? Why isn't a straight person filling that role? So, you're asking for consistency? Consistency, yes. Yes. Get out of here. And, uh, and not hypocrisy. <laughs> and that will never happen, as we all know. Uh, it's... It's incredible because gay characters or gay people used to play straight characters all the time. Uh, Rupert, what's his face? You know the guy I'm talking about? He's a gay actor. Uh, darn it. I know his first name's Rupert. He was in um, <clears throat> my best friend's wedding. Mm. Anyway, he's played, he was a gay character in that, but he's played many roles where he was heterosexual. Rupert Friend, Rupert Henry Jones, no. Rupert Evans, no. Rupert Frazier. Mm-hmm. Did you mean RuPaul? No. Okay. Rupert Cross. No. Definitely not. I have no idea. Rupert? Mm-hmm. I think it was Rupert. Let's see. Best Friends Wedding. No, oh, I should have done that. Rupert. <laughs> uh, Everett. Rupert Everett. Is it Rupert Everett, perhaps. Everett, yes. Oh, yes, finally. Yes. Good job, Keith. Thank way you. To, way to find yes. out so quickly. Ah. Tremendous producer that you are. That was ah. that was very fast. So welcome. Uh, a new study claims that warp drive technology, a mechanism popularized, of course, by Star Trek, that would allow for faster than light travel, FTL, might be more feasible than um, previously thought. Dr. Eric Lentz an astrophysicist at Göttingen University in Germany sure. published a paper in the peer-reviewed journal Classical and Quantum Gravity. That's I, I usually uh, I usually get that uh, at the first of the month, but they, they delayed my subscription due to COVID nineteen, so now it sometimes takes till the middle of the month. Wow! And this month is Classical and Quantum Gravity swimsuit edition, so I'm really excited about it. Uh, I can't, I can't wait for it to I get hate here. to disappoint you. Yeah. But <laughs> I've heard bad reviews. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Really? And, and what's the magazine again? <laughs> Classical and Quantum Gravity, of course. Swimsuit edition. The swimsuit edition. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> Jeffy was yesterday talking. You know, I don't want to get into talking it. About yeah, it? I don't want to talk he about it. He didn't like it. Huh? Yeah, it's, okay. it was icky. <laughs> anyway, Popular Mechanics uh, says that FTL speed is possible using conventional physics. This goes against previously held theories of warp drive technology that relied on undiscovered exotic matter for power. Mm. This work has moved the problem of faster than light travel one step away from theoretical research and fundamental physics and closer to engineering. How cool. How great would this be? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so to put it into perspective, what does this mean for humanity? Yeah, let's hear. If you could attain warp speed. Okay. If you use the fastest rocket on Earth to travel to Proxima Centauri, that's the nearest star to our solar system besides the sun, it would take you more than 50,000 years to get there with what we have now. 50,000 years, that which seems... means it's 50,000 light years from That's it. a commitment. However, if you traveled the same journey <clears throat> using an FTL warp drive, oh. it would take you just two to three years 
that is a big difference right there. That is a big difference. Warp drive works by bending the fabric of space-time around a spaceship to allow it to travel at FTL speeds. I don't get it. Existing theoretical models for warp drives would require negative energy, and it's not its not even clear whether that exists. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I'm, hmm. I just canceled my reservation now. But that's... That's precisely why Lentz's model is so exciting. If we can if we can rely on currently known physics to reach those speeds, it all becomes possible then. The next step is to figure out how to bring down the astronomical amount of energy needed to uh, the, within the range of today's technologies, such as a large modern nuclear fission mm. power plant. Got it, yeah. So if you put a rocket on a power plant, <laughs> Maybe that would power you there. There's a lot in two of ifs to three years. in this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it. are. So if you put a rocket <laughs> out of power on, on a power nuclear pl- power on a plant, nuclear power plant, yeah, and launch it into and space, launch it into space, then uh... then you're there in no time. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, I mean, I don't even know why would you want to go to Alpha Centauri. Like, what's out? Do we know <clears throat> what's out there? Is there like a tourist? Is it worth the time? Yes, they have a really they have a really cool Stuckies there that. Uh, Apparently, you can gas up, get a sandwich, and... and you uh, turn around and come back? And then you turn around and you come back. And that doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> really? doesn't even worth that two to three year commitment. I, I think there's some nice scenery there, can too. Can we concentrate on getting us up to the speed of light speed? Because that's going to get us pretty much anywhere we want to go as of now. And then we can fast, worry about yeah. this... Yeah. FTL. Later on? Yeah. Let's, well, mm-hmm. Baby steps. You know? It would be nice if you could get to Mars in less than six to nine months, wouldn't it? It would be nice. So so speed of light, uh-huh. 186,000 miles per, per second. second. Per second. I think that covers a lot of ground, you know, pretty quickly. Yeah, it does. Without needing to... Light travels, I think it's six trillion miles in a year. Wow. I th- I think. I think it's six trillion a year. So that would get you quite a ways. Uh, and it would get you to Mars really fast. You'd be there in what? A few minutes, I'd say. Uh, so anyway, some really exciting things on the horizon. They're just not quite here yet. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. but one day. Yeah. One day it you, will happen. One exciting thing on the horizon is maybe we'll finally change the name of the FBI federal building. Did you want to? Yeah. Revisit that? Uh, uh, yes, I, mean, we, I do. Um, there's an MSNBC host who's uh, pushing this. She's good, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I don't know her name. Yeah, but she's good. But judging by this one little clip we've got, she's, <laughs> I've got to make a... It's, that's right. appointment watching. Check this out. Now, we can spend hours discussing, or discussing Hoover's <laughs> documented misogyny, homophobia and spinelessness when it Uh came to policing the mafia or we can step into 2021 and rededicate the building to someone deserving i've got it how about the stacy abrams building if one woman could swear off against a whole system that tried to suppress oppress and depress the descendants of the people who built this country for free and who again managed to save the country from itself, uh. then surely we can dedicate the building representing equal protection under law after a real political mm. warrior. In fact, I think I'll take a detour and ride past the Stacey Abrams mm. FBI building on my way home today. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that is absolutely... Yeah, she thinks that's great. Embarrassing. She yeah, she's really proud of herself. She is. 
So is she kind of saying that Stacey Abrams saved America? From itself. From itself, yeah. Right. Yeah. How, how <laughs> Amazing. How quickly could you get me to Alpha Centauri again? <laughs> In a matter of minutes. You know what? Matter of minutes. After seeing that yeah. clip, I'm You're on ready board. to go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about Brooker's Founding Flavors ice cream. Now, this used to be relevant only if you pretty much lived in Utah because that's that's where they're you know, that's where their uh, store is actually located. The ice cream parlor is in Utah. So if you're traveling there or you live there, it'd be great. However, now you have a chance, no matter where you are, to experience this incredible ice cream. And it's made with the highest quality ingredients. This is not like what you get at the grocery store. It really isn't. It's no, no. so delicious. Uh-huh. It's super ultra premium ice cream. Mm-hmm. The stuff you get in the grocery store is like uh, eight or ten percent butterfat, maybe you know. So it's not that creamy. It's not that rich and delicious. Uh, premium ice cream is at twelve. Super premium fourteen. Well, Brooker's Founding Flavors is sixteen percent butter butterfat uh, plus. Uh, and if you get a chance and and you live in the area or you're visiting, it, it'd be fun to go to the the uh, parlor. Because it's like a stepping into a colonial tavern from 1776. So it, it's a lot of fun. Is it in Salt Lake City? No, it's in uh, Utah County. So, Utah County. I believe Lehigh idea. area. North, south, east, west. It's south of Salt south. Lake City. Oh, yeah. so down, that's where the big mountains are going down south, right? Well, they're. they're yeah, that's true. The whole state is yeah. pretty mountainous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the it's entire a Wasatch state. Front borders on the mountains. So, so it's worth it's worth it's beautiful booking a trip to Utah. Indeed, just to go to Brooker's. But if you can't or you don't really want to, uh, you can certainly order Brooker's ice cream at Brooker'sIceCream.com. Just click the ship nationwide tab, and you'll be eating this at your home. It is delicious. It's so worth it. Brooker'sIceCream.com. Uh, click on the ship nationwide tab. Uh, this might surprise you a little bit. Sarah Silverman, who is really liberal. We all know that, right? She speaks out quite a bit. And she's she's an activist. Um, but she is a little irritated <laughs> with the Democrat Party. I'll have her tell the tale. It's the absolutist-ness of the party I am in. That is such a turnoff to me. Thank you. It's so f***ing elitist. (laughs) For something called progressive, it allows for zero progress. It's all (laughs) or nothing. No steps toward all or f***ing nothing. Again, Mm -hmm. righteousness porn. (laughs) And I've been thinking (laughs) about this a lot, just in general. Mm -hmm. I, I just... I don't know that I want to be associated with any party. I really, I think I don't want to be associated with any party anymore. It just, it comes with too much baggage. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every party, it comes with so much baggage that no ideas can be taken at face value. And without ideas, what are we? Without a common truth, how can we talk about it? You know, Republicans might hear 
an idea that they would totally agree with. But if it comes from AOC, then they hate it. And of course, you know, to be Please, honest, come on now. When I hear <laughs> an idea that comes from a Republican, it's suspect to me. Mm-hmm. We all put we mm-hmm. all put too much on this stuff. Mm-hmm. We no longer are able to be a nation of ideas. Huh. huh. Okay, well, yeah, she's complaining about uh, certain aspects of the Democrat Party, but I think what she's... She's frustrated. I doubt she'll actually leave the Democrat Party. You mm. think she will? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, she's been a victim of cancel culture herself. That's true. I mean, she had what? Some... And that's why she's pissed, probably. Right, because she's yeah. lost acting roles. They've right. been taken from her because of some... Old picture of her that surfaced of her wearing blackface in a comedic sketch. Right. And so she's frustrated. So she's a victim of cancel culture and she um, realizes the party perpetrating that is her own. That's for Welcome sure. Welcome aboard. That's for sure. It's not so fun when it's you uh, who is being targeted, is it? Uh, and she's experiencing that right now. But the other thing is, she's got a freaking podcast too. Again, yeah. every single person on this planet now has a podcast. Yeah, don't forget tonight, Jeez. new episode of AtTheMicShow.com <laughs> drops if you would like to uh, hear my interview with Steve Krakauer of The Megan Kelly Show. Okay. <laughs> but you're right, everybody right. does. Yeah, everybody like, does. Truly. like In fact, my uh, my dog Matilda is... is she's New new podcast? Well, not yet. It's in development. Oh, okay. I'll say that. All right. <laughs> looking forward to that well, one. Yeah. Is it going to be a, like an interview show like you do? or I don't know. Is she going to interview other dogs in the neighborhood? She asked me for advice, and okay. I said, you know what? You're on. I don't have the time, so go figure it out, dog. <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. Also, now speaking of cancel culture, Spotify has removed an anti-lockdown song. So we're even censoring the stinking music now. No, no. Don't say Richard Ashcroft. Uh, it's by Ian Brown. Okay. The former lead vocalist of the English rock band, The Stone Roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a big fan? I'm, big, I'm, big fan. I'm familiar with them. Remember, they, they were oh, one you of those are? bands that... No, oh, real? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they... I've never heard of them. They were in the uh, rock... Remember, they got inducted. They were one of those bands. Or they, they were at least nominated recently. The Stone Roses have been nominated for the Rock Hall of Fame? I don't know if they're in. Oh, my gosh. I know, man. That's that that, that, unbelievable. I, I'm with you on the foreigner thing. Yeah. Um, it's It's gotten to such a ridiculous point now that it's hardly even worth saying anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Because, yes, everybody is going in before foreigner. Okay. So <laughs> I, I think they we were just nominated. That. I don't think they've. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're in. Okay. So, anyhow. But Brown, Ian Brown released an anti-lockdown song called Little Seed Big Tree last September. No lockdown, no tests, no tra- no tracks, no masks, no vax. <laughs> uh, he tweeted that when he launched the song. And so now uh, Spotify removed his song. What? <laughs> yeah, they removed it. Uh-uh. Uh, that is crazy. There, there was a. Um, uh, He's a little pissed off about it. He says Spotify stream the streams and censor artists like they have with my last song. They took it down. Uh, just put up. What just put up down the memory hole? Free expression as revolution. He wrote. And he's not making any sense, but it's a tweet. I bet so it rocks well though. People don't. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, since the start of the pandemic, uh, Brown has been the subject of many calls for censorship. 
but this is just ridiculous that Spotify would go through their list and start eliminating certain songs. When will this end? Yeah. And what will it end with? Yeah. Um, we've, we've done books. We're doing music. We're doing people. There's just no safe haven to where you can express yourself anymore. I'm just checking um, Spotify right now. The R- Richard Ashcroft song that uh, one of your listeners may be aware of, it's very good. Um, that's still available. Oh, it is? Yeah. Is it in its anti-lockdown? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know him from The Verve, right? Um, Bitter, oh. Bittersweet Symphony. Uh-huh. I like, um, love that song. There's several love that song. hits they had. I think but, we've talked about Bittersweet Symphony, where all the proceeds, every penny, went to the Rolling Stones. Oops! <laughs> That's one of those cases where you ask permission, not uh, forgiveness. Right. Or else it's going to cost you. Yep. But, I mean, I'm just looking up these lyrics. I mean, you're making all our decisions. We have one request of you while you're thinking things over. Here's something you just better do. Free the people now. Um, oh, 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 this one. You'll love this. You think you're cool and you know what you're doing. 666 is your name. Richard Ashcroft. I love it. Wow. Um, and he it goes to on. be censored. Well, that, and that's, that's why just, I was surprised. I just checked it out. It's on Spotify still. Um, well, that's just mean. That's mean and wrong. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought that, I have to take him down. The protest was the culture of '60s artists. That's what musicians do. Yeah, you were supposed to be a rebel, and now right? it's censored. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. It's seriously unbelievable. Now, if you don't like the song, don't download it. Don't stream it. What have we said on this show time and time again? A million again? times. Again, it's choice. It's not force. What? Let people have. The choice. And that only applies when you're ready to murder a baby. Thank you. I mean, it's just... Thank you. It doesn't apply to schools. It doesn't apply to vaccines, apparently. It doesn't apply to even food. They don't even want you to be able to choose what food you eat. They want to control that as well. Music. Yeah. The shows you have access to to watch. Exactly. I mean... All right. Well, we will be back uh, tomorrow. Friday. uh, Provided we have been canceled. Uh, It'll be Friday. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you here with uh, Jeffy on Pac-Ray Unleashed. Uh